have you ever asked yourself if you're using the right tools? Are you the kind of person that, you know, is always trying new stuff and moving from tool to tool? Do you feel like your systems are always changing and you, you sometimes get frustrated? Although maybe you've been in business for a while. Well, today's episode is going to help you. We're going to talk about the only seven tools you need to actually sell coaching online. And that involves the whole processing of onboarding, the living your services, getting, getting paid and everything that is involved. When I started coaching, I created uselessly complex processes and I used to find it really difficult to stick to these processes. I thought that I had to, you know, be set up like a complex company so that I could be prepared for every eventuality. But all those different scenarios did not happen. And most of the time, things were overcomplicated and they really didn't need to be. They could be really, really simple. So after a few years of coaching online, I had probably tried all the tools out there. I definitely tried most of them. I still try new tools to help my clients, but I don't let them creep into my own system. I just want to know what's out there in case there is a tool that is really so much better than what I'm using already. So what I've done is I've basically tried to wean myself off this, um, you know, new object, shiny object syndrome. And what I've done is I have just streamlined it and stuck to the same tools. Now, how did I do this? I realized that most of the time I was just jumping to a new tool because it looked like it had these really great new features. But then I never did use these new features. So a rule that I set myself today is first check the features, make sure that these are features that you need that are gonna use. So first you set out your processes you see what you're doing with your clients and what you need and how your process needs to work. And then you pick your tools after. So you always want to pick the simplest tool for the job. And the simplest tool is not necessarily always the one with the fewer buttons or the fewer features, but it should be the one that you seem to understand more quickly. You know, there are some tools that are built in a way that we intrinsically understand. And there are other tools that in spite of the fact of maybe being even simpler, you know, it's just the interface doesn't quite work so well. And you find yourself always looking around for stuff. So what you want to make sure is that the tool feels simple. So here are the seven tools that I actually use. So the first one is a scheduler. Now there are many out there and I'm not going to sing anyone's praises. Although I am going to tell you which one I actually use and I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes. The first tool is, of course, a scheduler. And this is going to save you a lot of time because you don't want to relay a lot of emails to actually book your calls. Now, there are some people out there who will tell you that this is really impersonal, that it's better to use an assistant. And I completely agree that on first contact with somebody, you may want to just book a call by sending them a couple of slots and finding what works. If you have difficulty with time zones, though, and it ends up being really complicated, feel free to offer the link for the scheduler just to save both of you a lot of trouble. This has happened to me, especially um, when dealing with time zones that are so different that it just confuses both of us. But it shouldn't be your first point of call. If you leave it as the second or third option, that's fine. Now, if you're dealing with one-to-one -one clients, they may just book 
directly from your site. So this is the great thing about a scheduler. You can have a place on your website where people come to your site, they see that you give free discovery calls, or maybe you have a, a short sort of strategy session that people can pay for. And the cool thing is that they can click this button, they can pay you before if you want to. If you're gonna make the discovery call free, they can actually jump onto the scheduler, see what's available in your calendar, and actually book a link there. So this is going to save you a lot of time and it's going to allow you to really book a lot more people. What I suggest, and this is something I always do with my clients, is that as much as possible, I try to avoid that feeling of being automated, of always sending them the calendar to book by actually booking the next call when I am with them on a call. So we always book when we're face to face. I just leave five to ten minutes in the end so that we can make sure that we book the next call. In the case of, you know, when you have a six six session program, we I actually book those in the beginning so we know all the dates. And of course, then we only have to tackle changes along the way. The second tool I use to coach online is Zoom. There's been a lot of talk about Zoom lately. It is just a tool that allows you to have group calls. And if you're, you actually use that in your marketing, it also allows you to upgrade to the webinar version. But for now, we're sticking to what we can actually use it for in terms of delivering the service to our clients. So Zoom is great because it can be integrated with a lot of schedulers. My preferred scheduler right now is OnceHub, which used to be called Schedule Once. You're gonna find a link to that in our show notes. It's very inexpensive and it also allows you to take payment before calls, so I really like that. And what you can do is you actually have, you can integrate it with Zoom so that when somebody goes and books in your calendar, it will automatically create that particular call in your Zoom account and send the link to the person that has booked. And the, the my scheduler is also set up to send them a reminder 24 hours before and then send them another reminder 30 minutes before the call. So they actually receive the link three times. They receive the confirmation, then they receive the first reminder 24 hours before, which obviously at that stage they can still cancel if they have a problem. And then the reminder 30 minutes before, of course, because it helps people be. I love Zoom because it records the call while you are working. And one of the things that I give my clients, because what I teach, you know, I teach people how to do keyword research, how to set up their site uh, based on that, how to, you know, search, how to rank their blog posts and search engines. So some things can actually be technical because we're talking about how to read reports, um, how to weave your keywords into the copy, how to, you know, do the structure in your WordPress site. So there can be some technical things. So what I do after each session, I actually... Um, keep the recording and provide that to my clients. So after the sessions, I give that as a plus. So if my client doesn't manage to implement everything that they're learning during the six to eight weeks um, of the coaching program, then they have sort of, it's like a, a recorded course practically of everything that we did together so that they can go back and they can revisit it and this of course adds a lot of value to what you do when you do one-to-one -one coaching in a physical office you cannot do this so this really gives your online coaching the, that extra something that extra value 
because they can go in and they can keep benefiting and they can ask you a lot of questions which they know that maybe they don't need to ask you right now but they know that they're going to find that useful you know a few weeks or a few months from now so you know you give them a little bit more value there the next thing you're going to need is an email marketing platform now of course the email marketing platform is going to be used to grow your email list but it can also be used to automate things you know when you have group programs maybe you do group coaching or you know whenever you um, whenever you have maybe one-to-one -one clients um, if you have a regular onboarding process so the way I use this is when I have one-to-one -one clients that go onto a specific program I know that when they are at a certain stage so depending on the stage they're in, they're going to need sort of different preparation for the sessions. So I have a series of emails and PDFs that will go to th to the client that week before we actually start. And I can get those activated simply by popping their email address into the email marketing list. And that will trigger the automation that will send them the onboarding emails. And that saves me so much time. You can also use longer forms. Um, I tend to use uh, Google Forms to create um, the feedback forms. But if you use those for onboarding forms, you can actually use uh, Zapier to synchronize that email list to your email platform. In my case, I use MailerLite. You will find a link to that in the show notes as well. And then everything else will happen automatically because you can sync your email list. The next tools I use are Facebook Messenger and, of course, some social media apps. Once you start marketing online, of course, many people are going to reach out to you through social media messages. So you need to make sure that you're equipped to answer these as quickly as possible. If you find that you get overwhelmed, there are some tools out there that can help you. So if you use Hootsuite or ManyChat, they both have a place that will allow you to have uh, a cleaner, easier inbox to to handle. So you can decide to sort of leave it alone on your phone and then just process it through the software. You can also get your assistant to help you when you're using ManyChat and Hootsuite because they don't need to be logged into your Facebook as you to actually answer these messages. So definitely something worth looking at. There is also the new creator studio, which Facebook is putting in right now. Uh, they have just connected Messenger to the Messenger on Instagram. So I believe this is going to come a long way uh, in the next few weeks and months. I have heard that it's also going to be connected to WhatsApp, which is going to be a very interesting development. I must admit, I am not terribly fond of the amount of notifications I'm getting at the moment, but I'm pretty sure it will settle into something a little bit more manageable. So the next thing you want to have is your WordPress blog. It's important to have a WordPress blog for two reasons. If you don't have a WordPress blog on your website, um, you are going to find it really hard to rank your blog posts. Now, of course, you might hear all sorts of things. In the past, I used to be a developer years ago, well, decades ago, to be, to be precise. And... I was totally against WordPress and I completely agree with people who used to say that, but WordPress has come a really long way. And today it's actually the easiest way 
to stay consistent because if you're not super techy and you know you want to have control of your SEO you want to have access to all those different parts that matter to whether your website ranks or not WordPress is the perfect platform it's definitely the best one so you want to make sure that as soon as you can you know you may start off with something else like Wix or Squarespace but as soon as you can you want to make sure that you install yourself your WordPress site and you get up to scratch on how to actually publish on it like I mentioned before, uh, the next tool has already been mentioned and it's called Zapier and it's one of those tools I wouldn't live without. This is probably my biggest secret weapon. I just love it. Um, it synchronizes different apps, basically. It doesn't do anything in particular, but it can do things like get the email addresses from your Google form and put them in a particular group in your email list on MailerLite. It can do things like get anything that gets posted on your Facebook page and repost it to your LinkedIn account. So it can do so much stuff that's going to save you a lot of time. Of course, it's all about the strategy and the process. So it's important that you plan before and you see where it fits in because you don't just want to use it for the sake of using it. It can have a little bit more of a sharper learning curve than other things, than the other tools I mentioned but it's definitely worth the time. And then of course there's Canva. I think most, most people in online business and most coaches have heard of Canva. Um, Canva is a great tool. However, it can look a little bit repetitive because they have a lot of templates and it's not necessarily, you know, always very professional. So I have a couple of suggestions though to make it really work for you. So what you can do is you can either get a designer to design some really professional basic designs for you and then translate them into a Canva template so you have your own. You know, you can upload the fonts and you can actually really use it, make it look really professional like it was created in InDesign or another professional tool. And then what you can do as well is you can upload your own images and you can really make sure that you use your brand colors and your own brand fonts and you know uh, have a process and make sure that you don't touch things like the font sizes and the spacing that your designers give you because if you don't have an eye for design it's gonna look a little bit off to people who do so it's really important that you stick with the layouts that the designers create for you. The next tool is Dapsado. Now, this is an interesting tool because it's like an all-in-one platform. Um, it was actually introduced to me by my first VA. And it's quite an amazing tool if you are a coach, a consultant, or maybe even a service provider. It's kind of a project management tool that takes you through the whole flow. It allows you to quote, to email contracts and get them signed. It's, it's really nice and it leaves everything in one place. The only reason why I am not currently using this is because I find that it's a little bit complex. It has everything in one place and it has far more, I feel, than a coach really needs. It does, you know, if you have a small team of maybe three or four VAs and you have all, a lot of clients and a lot of prospects at once, then Dubsado is going to be good for you. But for myself, um, considering also that I have two businesses, there's the done for you agency and then there's the one to one coaching and the group programs. 
I do not feel that this is the right one for me. But if all you do is coaching and what you're doing is scale, 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 this could be the one for you. And then, of course, there's PayPal and Stripe. Um, so anything that allows you to take payment online quickly is going to really be something you need. Of course, depends where you are in the world, you're going to find the best one for you. Uh, but what's important is that you can you make sure that it is compatible with all the other tools you want to use as much as possible. I currently use PayPal. Um, Stripe have actually just sent me an email saying that they're finally coming to Malta, which is where I live. And any of these tools, as long as you can have the link to create payment plans for people who want to pay you in installments, as long as you can take, you know, different tax rates and you can include, you know, shopping carts and that kind of stuff. Any one of these tools is going to work out for you. You just need to find out the one that is the most compatible with the bank that you use and make sure everything works out fine. Most of them are just going to be right. They just tend to, you know, um, the service is usually good. Uh, you may also want to shop around for rates and prices a little bit. And the last tool I have for you is Google Forms. I have already mentioned this. Um, it's one of those tools that, of course, is free and it's really easy to use. Um, you've probably noticed this is not tool number seven because I've thrown in a few extra on the way. I'm sure I did that because, you know, I'm sure you're going to find them useful. So I will add all the links in the show notes. And the final one is going to be Google Forms because I use this for a lot of stuff. I love to take information from my clients when they first join one of my programs and also send an evaluation form in the end. I think it's really important to understand where people are when they join you and also where they are when they finish the program. This is going to help you in two ways. It's important, of course, to get as many testimonials as possible from your clients. So sending an evaluation form is going to be great, but it's also good to understand how you help them and why what you offer them was useful and also how far your program took them, because in the future, you may want to create a program that follows this up. So Google Forms allow you to collect information that is really individual, that is really you know, taking a little bit of time. Your clients will take a bit more time. You can ask really in-depth questions and you can really get a good scan of the kind of people that you're working with. So I really suggest that you use them to the full of their potential. It's a free tool. You can also use, you know, snazzier tools than Google Forms um, if you have a budget and you want to pay for that uh, on a monthly basis. But Google Forms do just well and I just love the way they show you the statistics so they actually gives you graphs of the kind of results they take. You know, if you have like a multiple choice question or you ask them to tick yes or no to something in particular. And I love the way it just gives you statistics for the overall people who actually filled in your form. So basically, Google Forms can really help you not only add value to your clients, but also really help you get value yourself in terms of feedback and knowing your target audience better. I hope you found all these tools useful. You're going to find all the links in the show notes and I will see you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Profitable Content Marketing Show. Did you enjoy this episode? 
If you did, please share it with friends and colleagues and anyone you think is going to find this useful. If you'd like to give me some feedback or a question, leave a review on iTunes or a comment on the YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. Whatever you do, make sure you don't miss the next episode because we have more juicy content coming your way. See you in the next episode.